Hello, everyone. I'm Jerry Savelle. Thank you for joining me today. It's a privilege to bring the Word of God to you each and every week, and I am so grateful that we have a viewing audience that responds to our messages, and we want to thank you in advance once again for being such a, 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 a vital part of this ministry. Every time you contact our office, every time you write to us, every time you send a contribution to help us, it is such a blessing to us, and I want you to know we don't take that lightly. We are in the Southwest Believers Convention here in Fort Worth, Texas, sponsored by Kenneth Copeland Ministries. And of course, by the time you see these broadcasts, that convention will have already been completed. But I can tell you, we are having a great time. And by the time you watch this, we will have had an awesome time. So I want to take you into the services where I was preaching. And I'm talking about our covenant with God. God has made a covenant that he will do marvels, wonders, and extraordinary manifestations of his greatness. This is found in Exodus chapter 34 and verse 10. And that covenant is still working today, just like it did back in Moses' day and the day that he spoke this regarding the children of Israel. So I want to encourage you to watch very closely now as I take you into that service. And once again, we're talking about our covenant-keeping God. God has made a covenant that he's going to do marvels, wonders, and extraordinary manifestations of his greatness, and I want you to be a part of it. So watch now. I'll be back in just a few moments. As you know, the Bible contains two documents, the Old Testament and the New Testament. But the correct naming of them should be the Old Covenant and the New Covenant. The Old Covenant is the covenant that was made with Israel at Mount Sinai through Moses. He was their representative. It was the covenant of the law and the sacrificial system of offering up lambs, bulls, and goats to cover the sins of the people. The new covenant is called new because it made all that went before it old and no more of use as a means of salvation. It was new in kind in that it had never been seen before, and it is mediated by the Lord Jesus himself established in his blood. I wrote much of that down from a book that I read many years ago from Malcolm Smith. And if you've never read the book, I encourage you to get it because there's great insight into the covenants that God made. Now, don't be confused by taking, or thinking rather, that everything that was written in the section called the Old Testament has passed away and is not for us today. I want to say that again because there's a lot of stuff going on right now that nothing in the Old Testament pertains to us. That is not true. If it was true, then don't ever confess Psalm 91 again because it's in the Old Testament. Amen? And don't ever confess the blessings of Abraham because they're recorded in the Old Testament. We're not talking about a covenant that has passed away and referring to the Abrahamic covenant. Paul makes it very clear in Galatians chapter 3 that the blessings of Abraham belong to us. 
Amen. Look at somebody saying, I'm a New Testament believer. So don't, don't be confused in thinking that everything that is written in the section called the Old Testament has passed away. It hasn't. That's right. Only the covenant that pertained to the blood of bulls and goats and heifers for sacrificial covering of sin. And it only covered the sin. But they had to do it again every year. That's passed away. Say, thank God that passed away. And under the new covenant, the blood of Jesus has been shed and there's no need for him to ever shed his blood again. Praise God. Amen. So let's understand and make it very clear that everything that is written in the section called the Old Testament has not passed away. Don't believe or allow anybody to convince you that you have no right talking about what's in the Old Covenant or the Old Testament because there are promises that God made in that section of the Bible that certainly pertain to us. In fact, I don't ever get on an airplane without confessing Psalm 91. I don't ever get on an airplane and fly somewhere in the world without confessing Isaiah 54. Amen. Amen. That no weapon formed against me shall prosper. Amen. Say, thank God. I can still confess things that are written in the Old Testament. They're just as much for me as they were for the people that heard them when they were spoken. Amen. Is that very clear? Look at your neighbor and say, it's clear to me. How about you? Amen. Don't be confused in thinking that everything that was written in the section called the Old Testament has passed away and is not for us today. There are promises that belong to us just as much as they belong to the people that lived in that day. And once again, if none of it is for us today, then we wouldn't have the privilege of laying hold upon the wonderful promises that are recorded in Psalm 91 and we wouldn't be able to enjoy the blessings that are recorded in Deuteronomy chapter 28. But Paul makes it very clear that we are the seed of Abraham and the blessings of Abraham belong to us. Can you say amen? amen. Now with that in mind, let's look at something that God said in Exodus chapter 34. Exodus chapter 34, verse 10. <clears throat> And he said, behold, I make a covenant, a covenant. Everybody say a covenant. covenant. Now this is not referring to that covenant that we just talked about regarding the blood of bulls and goats and heifers. There are several covenants that God made. Amen. Amen. And so he says, I make a covenant. Now what is a covenant? A covenant represents a promise from God an unwavering resolution, and a solemn oath. When we understand the true meaning of covenant, then our faith will rise to a new level. Covenant is all about God's integrity. Everything God does, He does it through covenant. When God makes a covenant, He does it in order to bring things to pass in the lives of the people that he made the covenant with. 
Once again, it says, Exodus 34, 10, Behold, I make a covenant before all thy people. I will do marvels such as have not been done in all the earth. That's covenant with God. And I might add that it didn't end with the children of Israel. If it did, then we'd never see another recording of a marvel, a wonder, an extraordinary manifestation of the greatness of God anywhere else beyond Exodus chapter 34. But if you read your Bible, you'll find marvels, wonders, extraordinary manifestations all the way through the Bible. Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, they happen in Jesus' ministry. Acts, they happen in the ministry of the apostle Paul and the other apostles that are talked about in the book of Acts. Not only that, but marvels, wonders, and extraordinary manifestations of the greatness of God have been taking place ever since. All you got to do is read history. So apparently this covenant extends beyond the children of Israel in Moses' day. Because once again, if it ended with them, then we'd never read about another marvel, wonder, and extraordinary manifestation. But the best is yet to come. I said, the best is yet to come. In fact, the book of Joel says in chapter two, verse 21, down through verse 30, the Lord will do great things. And it goes on to say, I will show wonders in the heavens and in the earth. Hallelujah. That's way over in the book of Joel. Hundreds of years later, God's still talking about doing great things. He's still talking about doing wonders. Hallelujah. Can you say amen? Amen. Psalm 105 verse 8 says, He hath remembered his covenant forever. The word which he commanded to a thousand generations. Glory to God. A thousand generations haven't been completed yet. Amen. He remembers his covenant for a thousand generations. The Amplified says, he is earnestly mindful of his covenant and forever it is imprinted on his heart. Psalm 111 verse 5, he will ever be mindful of his covenant. So covenant is not just a religious concept. It's God's pledge to do certain things for his people. If he promised to do marvels and wonders and extraordinary manifestations of his greatness, then he fully intends to bring it to pass. It's covenant with him. God always has been and always will be serious about covenant. That's why you see him doing marvels and wonders throughout both the Old and the New Testament. In fact, let me give you some scriptures. In Luke chapter 5, verse 26, and I'm reading from uh, the New American Standard Bible. It says, and they were all amazed and they glorified God and were filled with fear saying, we have seen marvels today. That's in the ministry of Jesus. Acts chapter 2 and verse 22. Jesus the Nazarene, a man accredited to you from God by miracles and marvels and signs which God did among you through him. And then Acts chapter 4 and verse 30, or Acts chapter 2 verse 
43. And many marvels and signs were done by the apostles. Acts 4.30, they were praying and they asked God to stretch out your arm and give signs and marvels through the name of your holy servant, Jesus. Acts chapter 5, verse 12, many signs and marvels continued to be done among the people. Continued to be done. So continued to be done, once again, would imply that that covenant that we read about in Exodus 34 was not finished with the people in that day. God is still honoring that covenant. Can you say amen? Amen. And notice in Acts chapter 5 and verse 12, many signs and wonders continued to be done among the people. Acts 14, 3, he bore witness to the message by permitting signs and marvels to be done by them. Romans chapter 15, verse 19, with power manifested in signs and marvels and through the Holy Spirit. Hebrews 2, 4, uh, God uh, confirmed their testimony by signs and marvels and various miracles. Now that's all in the New Testament. Hallelujah. Look at your neighbor and say, God is not done with marvels, wonders, and manifestations of His greatness. They're just as much for me as they are for anybody. And I, for one, receive it. And give the Lord a shout, praise God. Can you say amen? Glory to God. Now, I want to talk to you about the faithfulness of God and our covenant-keeping God. Go with me to Psalm 89 for a, one, for a moment. Psalm 89, verse 1. I will sing of the mercies of the Lord forever. With my mouth, I will make known thy faithfulness to all generations. So God was faithful, God is faithful, and God will always continue to be faithful. Yes. He honors His covenant. He honors His Word. Look at somebody and say, my God is the covenant-keeping God. The Amplified Bible says, with my mouth will I make known your faithfulness from generation to generation. That's what I've been doing for the last 50 years. I'm celebrating 50 years of ministry this year, and I have traveled to over 40 nations around the world. I have preached to thousands and hundreds of thousands of people, praise God, and I'm doing just what this Psalm says. I am making known His faithfulness from generation to generation. Hallelujah. Praise God. Amen. So God's Word can be depended upon. And when He makes covenant, He will never break His covenant. Can you say amen? So once again, the Psalmist said, with my mouth, will I make known your faithfulness from generation to generation. So one of the great attributes of our God is that He is faithful. He's covenant, He is the covenant-keeping God. Now what does faithful mean? Faithful means loyal, true, firmly adhering to His Word, constant in performing what He has promised. Are you writing all this down? Faithful, once again, means loyal, true, firmly adhering to His Word, constant in performing what He has promised, 
consistent, reliable, and never changing. That's faithful. And God is all those things that I just said to you regarding the meaning of faithfulness. Deuteronomy chapter 7 verse 9 says, Know therefore the Lord thy God, He is God, the faithful God, the faithful God, which keepeth covenant and mercy with them that love Him and keep His commandments to a thousand generations. The message translation says, Know this, God your God is God indeed, a God you can depend upon. He keeps His covenant. He keeps His covenant. God is infinitely reliable and can be counted upon at all times. Malachi chapter 3 verse 6 says, I am the Lord, I do not change. So once God gives you His Word, He's not going to change. Don't you wish more people would be like that? But God is not a man that He should lie, the Bible says. He never contradicts Himself. He never acts in a way that is inconsistent with what He has promised. Deuteronomy chapter 32 verse 4 says, He is a God of truth. He is incapable of making a promise that He cannot perform. I love that. He is incapable of making a promise that He cannot perform. Amen. If, if you can't perform something that you promised somebody to, that you would do, then don't make the promise. Amen. Don't make the promise if you're not capable of performing or backing it. Well, every promise that you read, and there are plenty of them that God made, He is quite capable of performing them, bringing them to pass. Amen. You don't get to be called God if you can't do things like that. Amen. Hallelujah. He's incapable of making a promise that he cannot perform. Isaiah 55, 11, So shall my word be that goeth out of my mouth. It shall not return unto me void, but it shall accomplish that which I please, and it shall prosper in the thing whereunto I sent it. The message translation says, They'll do the work I sent them to do. They'll complete the assignment I gave them. Every promise of God has an assignment, and that assignment is come to pass. Hallelujah. What promises are you standing on today? What have you read in His Word? A promise that He made. Well, He has the ability <clears throat> to fulfill it. He had never promised it if He couldn't make it happen. Can you say Amen. Why can we be so confident in what God promises? Because, once again, He's not a man that He should lie. One commentary I read, read states this, God's Word is accompanied with a divine energy to bring it to pass. Hallelujah. Every time you read a promise in God's Word, just think, there is a divine energy backing that and causing it to come to pass. Hebrews chapter 4, verse 12, for the Word of God is quick 
and powerful. The Amplified says it is active, operative, energizing, and effective. And the message translation says, God means what he says and what he says goes. I love that. That's so direct. I'll say it again. God means what he says and what he says goes. And that's one of the things he, he talked about in Psalm 78. Uh, it's kind of a synopsis of God's dealing with the children of Israel. And one of the things he said, they were not steadfast in their heart. They're not steadfast in their walk with God. And they kept saying, but can he do this? And can he do that? Now they were asking this right after he'd done something that was impossible for them, made it happen. And yet every time they had another challenge, they said, yeah, but can he do this? And can he do that? Sounds like they might've been charismatic. <laughs> Amen. How many times does God have to do the impossible for you to become deeply convicted of the reality it's impossible for him to lie? Amen. For me, now I'm not talking about you, but for me personally to doubt God's ability to get me out of a jam or a, a overcome an adversity, to doubt that would be a sin. After everything I've seen him do, in my life for the last 50 years, for me to doubt his ability to continue to do so would be an outright sin. Yes. Amen. God's word is never spoken in vain. It never fails to produce the effect that he intended. First Kings chapter eight, verse 56 says, there has not failed one word of all his good promise, which he promised. Not one word, not one promise has ever failed to come to pass. So real Bible faith is living in reliance upon what he has spoken and being fully persuaded that he will bring it to pass. Philippians chapter one, verse six, the apostle Paul makes this statement. Being confident of this very thing, that he which hath begun a good work in you will perform it yes. until the day of Jesus Christ. Yes. How many of you believe God will fulfill yes. everything he's promised yes. in your life? Yes. How many of you believe God is not done with you yet? Yes. He will fulfill everything that he has promised. All he's asking us to do is dare to believe it. Hello friends and partners, Brother Jerry here. I am celebrating 50 years in the ministry and to commemorate this special occasion, we put together a very special 50 year anniversary Bible. We call it the Favor Edition. It's a limited edition and along with it, it's got several of my favor sermons and outlines that I've preached all over the world. And I know they'll be a blessing to you. And along with that, you'll get a 40 page scrapbook of photos from beginning of this ministry right up to this present time. And I know that you'll enjoy reading it, looking at all the photos. Maybe you'll even find yourself in one of them. I want to thank you in advance for placing your order right now. And you can do so by going to our website, jerrysavelle.org. All the information on how to order this special 
Spiritual Bible is available to you. Do it now. They won't last long, so be one of the first to order this special Bible. Thank you very much. It is time for you to see God's mountain-moving power in your life. It's available right now in the powerful book and three-CD teaching, Marvels, Wonders, and Extraordinary Manifestations of the Greatness of Our God. Jerry Savelle reveals how God's plan is to continue doing the miraculous and bring a harvest of blessing. In this timely package, you'll learn three acts of faith that usher in God's wonders, the role angels play in the manifestation of God's greatness in our lives, the relevance of prophecy in the end-time harvest, the necessity of finances for the end time harvest, how to position yourself for an abundant harvest, and more. Today is the day. Call or go online to jerrysavelle.org and request this powerful teaching, including the Marvels and Wonders book and CD set. Dare to mix your faith with what His Word has already promised. Begin to experience marvels, wonders, and extraordinary manifestations of His greatness today. I hope you enjoyed the message today, and if you did, just remember now, we're going to continue it on next week's broadcast, so I want to encourage you to make your plans to join with us. We're talking about today about the fact that our God is a covenant-keeping God. He made a covenant that He would do marvels, wonders, and extraordinary manifestations of His greatness, and He also said, such as the world has never seen. Folks, we are getting ready to see some things that we have never seen before. Now, I've been in doing this for 50 years now, preaching all over the world. I've been to 46 different nations, and I have seen a lot of things. I've seen marvels, I've seen wonders, and I've seen extraordinary manifestations of God's greatness. But what I'm hearing the Lord say is, son, you haven't seen anything yet. And I want to encourage you to begin to expect to experience more manifestations of God's greatness in your life. I know that many of you believe, well, that happens to Jerry Savelle, or that happens to Kenneth Copeland, or Jesse DePlantis, or Preflo Dollar. No, it can happen to you. God is no respecter of persons, but He needs your cooperation. And what He needs from you is dare to believe it. He needs your faith. Hallelujah. And so I want to encourage you right now, just make up your mind that if anybody is going to experience marvels and wonders and extraordinary manifestations of God's greatness, it's going to be you. Say it with me right now. I am going to experience marvels, wonders, and extraordinary manifestations of the greatness of my God. And why can you say that? Because it's covenant with God and God never breaks covenant. Amen. If you're interested in studying this on your own, we have some products that we want to make available to you. I have put together three CDs entitled Marvels, Wonders, and Extraordinary Manifestations of the Greatness of God, the very material that we've been talking about on this broadcast. And then I'm very pleased to announce that we have a book on the same title. It just came out. It's powerful. It's inspiring. It's faith-building. Once you start reading it, you're not going to be able to put it down. So if you'd like to have it, and the CDs that go right along with it, then place your order right away. The ordering information is on your screen right now, or you can log on to our website, jerrysavelle.org. So once again, thank you for watching today, and be sure to make your plans to join us again next week. If you want to stay connected with us, join us through our social media platforms, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. That's one of the ways that we can stay connected with you and you can continue to hear 
inspiring messages from this ministry. Praise God. Thanks again for joining me. And before I close, don't ever forget that your faith will overcome the world.